Welcome to the Zeitgeist Podcast. This is Christian Humes here, and it's Tuesday, January 30th, and we have a great show for you today with guest, of course, Jack Kelly, joining John Paul Murphy and myself on the show. Jack, welcome to your first Zeitgeist episode. Thanks. I'm excited to be on here with you guys. And welcome to the family. Yeah, yeah. I'm super stoked um, to be joining Zeitgeist, uh, doing my own show, uh, Jack Loves TV. Super excited. John, do you know about this show? I believe I talked about this briefly with you. No, you kind of like just keep me in the dark and then you kind of like, oh, I got this new show coming out. And then I'm like, oh, okay. He lets you out of the closet. I'm kind of like your test audience. <laughs> uh, we also have Same Day Shipping joining us on Friday, which is a shipping fandom show, which is great. Oh, uh, I thought oh. It was gonna, they were going to discuss like Amazon shipping methods yeah. or something. <laughs> Hey, I got opinions on that. So uh, if they want to talk about, you know, UPS versus FedEx, I am here for it. Yeah, I think you could probably discuss both. I feel like you'd be good at shipping as well between characters and movies and TV and games and everything that pretty much yes. exists. Yes, um, So <laughs> very much so. This last week was an interesting one. Uh, I, the last couple of weeks, we've started a trend of not talking about politics too much, which I'm hoping we can do again. I think I think it's it's smart to talk about it whenever there's something like productive to say. But a lot of the times it's like hard to avoid going down a turbulent wormhole of terribleness when those subjects come up. So instead, it feels like, oh, let's talk about the awesome things in our life from this last week and in pop culture and in the news. And if there is something, of course, that should be noted, which I think there probably was this last week, uh, they'll come up. So I want to start the show out, obviously, by just bringing up what Jack said. Jack Loves TV is out today, depending on what has and hasn't approved it. Everything's been submitted. So if you don't see it yet on iTunes or Google Play or Pocket Cast, give it a day or so. It, you know, all those things sort of load as they do. But it is definitely available on SoundCloud at this point uh, and on the website. And Jack, do you, you want to tell us about the show for a brief minute before we get into anything else? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so Jack Loves TV is a TV discussion podcast where I sit down with friends of mine and we discuss our favorite TV shows. And that can, you know, run the gamut of, you know, very popular shows like, you know, Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, to uh, less popular shows um, like uh, in this upcoming week, I'm going to be talking to a friend about um, Grace and Frankie, um, the Jane Fonda Lindley Tomlin show on Netflix. Um, she's the only other person I know that watches the show, uh, but I think it'll be really fun and really great to discuss you know, a show that people don't know much about. And uh, and I watch just so much television that I feel like I need to talk about it constantly with everyone. So that's Jack Loves TV, and I hope you all listen to it. You should come listen to it because it's a good time, and it's super fun. We'll probably talk about a number of the shows that you watch. So come on over. Uh, this, I think, is probably... now. I believe I believe I know the answer to this, but you don't watch The Bachelor, right? No, but I know about The Bachelor. Okay, because John, I think, would be a good person to have on to discuss The Bachelor, maybe teach you about The Bachelor, because I know John is probably one of my biggest Bachelor-following friends. Yeah, I mean, I watch it from a very cynical standpoint. 
Um, <laughs> but yeah, I feel like that's uh, how you watch a lot of things, John. <laughs> yeah, but especially reality TV needs to be watched from like a you're in a zoo and you're watching these animals in a cage. Kind of <laughs> oh thing. my god! To be fair, to be fair, I have seen several seasons of Flavor of Love. And I have also seen I've also seen the first season and like half the second of Unreal. So like I got I have a pretty good idea. What's Um, Unreal? Unreal is the um, it's actually the it's a Marnie Noxon show that um, she used to write on a lot of Joss Whedon properties. And it is actually a fictionalized version of of like a bachelor type show Mm. called Everlasting. And it is actually based on real experiences that um that one of the co-creators has had on working on the bachelor and it's really interesting the first season is very good and it just gets more bananas from there and it's it's a phenomenal show and i think people kind of knock it because it's it's on um i want to say it's on lifetime uh, I think so, and it's got one of my fa- one of my more favorite actresses, Constance Zimmerman. I think. Right? Yeah, yeah, Constance yeah. Zimmerman plays one of the one of the co producers. Um, she's obviously phenomenal, and then uh, the other uh, lead actress in it is um, uh, who plays Rachel. There's is uh, Sherry Appleby. I think so, this sounds similar to me, but there's there's a. Isn't there another fictionalized Bachelor show? Unless maybe this is the name of the show. I'm You're thinking, thinking um, uh, what's the, it, it was on Yahoo for a little bit. It's but like it a was, comedy um, series. Yeah, it was yeah. Ben Stiller produced comedy series. Uh, yes, for, yes. And they yeah. gave out fire hoses instead of Yes, my heart, girlfriend, you know? Therese, introduced me to that. We watched a lot of it. Yeah. It's so Burning funny. Love, Burning Love, burning that's love. it. Yeah, yeah yes. Burning yeah. Love. Burning I was like, love. I'm... I'm like I know that Natasha Leggero was on it. Like it's like yeah, she played a bottomless comedians. woman basically that never wore pants. Yes, that yeah. that checks out. And um, yeah, that's a great show. But um, so good before before because I want you to get into the Bachelor. The one thing because you mentioned all those other reality shows, I just saw they announced the cast of Celebrity Big Brother and Omarosa is going to be on it, uh, which is insane. well, she never really left the reality TV. Realm yeah, exactly. Kind of. I mean, that's why people know her. That's why she got her job in the first place. And, you know, she went from being on a reality show to being in the reality White House. And now she's going back to reality TV. It's like life has become a reality show for the NSA, just watching the rest of America. Yeah. Can I I, um, recommend a show I've been watching? Of course. Yesterday, I started watching. I almost actually finished. um, There's a new docuseries on Netflix called Dirty Money. Um, it's Ooh, six episodes. I heard of that. Yeah, I yeah. Know. What's it about? And they, uh, so they, they, it's kind of made by a collection of documentarians. One of them is like Alex Gibney, who did you know the Scientology documentary, and like so it's it's really well produced series. And they cover in this like first season they cover six topics. So like the first episode's about the VW emissions crisis, and basically like you know they were greedy and you know try to cheat standards and stuff. And then they do one about payday lenders and, and they kind of follow a specific company or a specific case. Um, and they kind of, they do a really good job of actually showing sort of both sides about like what was the company thinking when they made these decisions and also what are like the victims of it or like look like and kind of do a good, like a good job of basically pointing out like some huge problems with capitalism or things in our society that are like a problem. So. This sounds... Like, it's very informative and probably really interesting. 
it also sounds like something that would depress me. Um, oh, yeah, in a yeah. way, yeah. But they, so, and the reason why I brought it up though is the last episode is about Trump. Yeah, and they do of course whole, it is. Of like, course it is. <laughs> they do a whole history, basically, of like Trump and you know how he basically has screwed people and has sort of lied about himself and his business and. Um, you know, is just like involved in like shady ass, you know, <laughs> things around the world, and like it's. It was like, why wasn't this documentary like played two years ago? Or yeah, <laughs> he's he's a raccoon selling snake oil. <laughs> if you want to hear more about like how Trump is like the worst person ever, um, there uh, another podcast, the Dollop, they did a double episode, oh, a two parter. They did um, uh, basically. Three and a half hours just talking about Trump and his whole life. It was their 300th episode that they did. Oh. And it is insane. Yeah. Just how deep it goes and just how terrible he's been for how long. <laughs> I mean, the man's like, yeah. what, 71? Like, yeah. he's old. Yeah. And, but, um, and it's, he just did a really, like, as terrible as he did, the one thing he did really well was he pivoted to sort of a media presence at a certain time in his life, or really kind of all once he kind of emerged onto the Manhattan scene. Um, and he, he knew how to play the tabloids, play the media, get, you know, when right. he was failing, know how to pivot the attention onto something else. And he was, just, he was just really good about being the showman of that, that sort of thing. Even though he was a terrible showman as well, he was just really good about switching the attention. He's very to good at else. deflecting. Yeah. yeah, very good. Um, I'm going to use this as a point to pivot to a, a separate topic, actually. And you just mentioned a 300th episode celebration. Yesterday, our video game podcast, Unranked, did our 100th episode special, which actually... Congratulations. The podcast will come out on Friday, but we did it live. So we recorded over the weekend and streamed it live over Twitch. We did a power hour where we got relatively wasted. We all ended up having about seven beers. Um, it ended up going we did we did the actual hour and then over the next like half hour for we went almost two hours live it's wild so it's on our twitch channel unranked podcast you can watch it up until friday at which point only the audio is going to be available uh partially because um we just don't need video of us wasted online forever uh, but you can certainly you sure? listen to us yeah and it, it's very funny though it's very funny we had everyone send us questions for the last two months so every minute not only did we take a drink we also answered uh, listener questions so he answered 60 questions so it was just like rapid fire like drinking and answering questions oh my gosh it got it got pretty uh pretty intense I bet. <laughs> uh, so we just talked a lot about tv i saw two very interesting things about movies today i saw one yesterday and one this morning the first of which is cannot wait for the amazing tom hanks movie that's going to be made with him cast as mr rogers in a mr rogers biopic it's gonna be great it's gonna yeah. be great it's yeah yeah i think he you know he's gonna go around and play all the kind of benevolent figures in pop culture and i'm, I'm thinking of saving mr banks obviously walt disney has some baggage to him but a lot of people have a very you know lovely thought about this you know kindly old man <laughs> You know, that ran yeah. this, you know, company. So I could see it with Mr. Rogers. I was trying to think of, like, what would be a good alternative casting choice if he wasn't available. Gosh, I don't know. I can't think of anybody. 
Who's um, the Who's the guy that replaced Kevin Spacey in that movie? Christopher Plummer. Yeah, Christopher Plummer. <laughs> um, I cool. one thing that I saw on Twitter today uh, in that announcement was um, somebody mentioned like seeing Tom Hanks's name trending on Twitter and re- and being relieved <laughs> that it wasn't for sexual assault. Oh or yeah, misconduct. <laughs> I saw a great tweet. I didn't know about this little like fact, and I, I made sure I googled it to my to find out that it was real because there's so many there's so many anecdotes about people that are uh, made in almost and Mr. Rogers is an almost unhuman like character, but right. even in his personal life, the way like he argued for was it I believe the Senate maybe for funding for PBS. It could have been Congress, but like the way he was fighting for these. Like the content that needed to be created and the funding to do it for kids for like wholesome TV to get kids to learn uh, for the arts, things like that. He's such like a great person. Someone had this candid thing. Apparently there was, you know, this is the this is the craziest thing. We had that audio recording of Trump, candid audio, right? Hot mic. This is the hot mic of someone that's amazing. Mr. Rogers, 1981, having an argument with his wife on a set. Hot mic catches him saying to his wife in the middle of an argument. Sometimes when we disagree, I feel frustrated but I never forget how lucky I am to have you in my family. Always remember how special you are. Like, God. what an amazing person. Unreal. Right? He always said that because he knew he was being recorded. It's it's unbelievable <laughs> how far we've come. You know he was probably like into bondage or something too. <laughs> yeah, just something There's got to be something well, to he, balance. Okay, there there needs you know. to be some wholesome people, okay? <laughs> Wasn't he in um, okay. Korea? The, didn't he, he, he fought in some war. Not to kink shame though. Not to kink shame. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I'm, but I'm saying, like, didn't he? He, I think, saw some shit. Like, I think in the Korean War. I gotta look up what. Yeah, war but he there's was a in. lot of fake rumors about that, like him having tattoos to cover up because of the sweater. Like, all of that's fake. Oh, I, I know that's fake, but I knew he. W- he wasn't did a serve. sniper either, which was also another rumor <laughs> about him that he was secretly like a sniper in the war. <laughs> it's like one yeah, people with the most kills these things to Mister Rogers. Hello, yeah. neighbor. <laughs> That's why that's why I believe that's actually a joke in an episode of Family Guys looking at someone through a sniper rifle and he goes, hello, neighbor, like in a very creepy, <laughs> scary way. It's strange how we want to destroy our heroes as a society. Uh, this is another weird one, and it might not interest either of you as much as it's going to interest me, but there's a movie being made called Detective Pikachu. In fact, this is a video game that's coming out very soon, and it's going to be insane because it's it's a real-life movie it's 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 not cg but it's gonna have cg pokemon with real people which is a terrifying thought but then even scarier is pikachu's gonna talk in this thing and yeah they just had a trailer for the game come out recently and the detective pikachu talks english but the other ones don't like it seems like the other pokemon still are just regular pokemon and he's just got like this manly voice he's like hey what's going on we'll look into it and i'm just like this is so weird it's yeah. so all, strange. All I know is that Ryan Reynolds is attached. Yes. So I'm super into this movie. So basically, yeah, Ryan Deadpool Reynolds is going to voice Pikachu. I'm into it. I'm I'm here. I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah, because like his whole thing was like he sounded like a you know a Japanese schoolgirl, and it was like Pika Wait, Pikachu, you know, what? kind of thing. Like he just had this like very, and so like suddenly you switch from that to Ryan Reynolds, and it's oh, this. I see. You know, like you, you. We grew up on a character that had a right. certain voice, correct, and tone to it. And now it's like suddenly, like, oh, that was a, either that's a different Pikachu. It's a different. This is or... Detective Pikachu. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is a yeah. separate Pikachu 
from this Pikachu Af- has gone through puberty yeah. and has smoked a lot of cigars, <laughs> John. Well, I mean, in the canon of Pokemon, there was a Meowth that spoke English. So it is possible yeah. for Pokemon yeah, to do Team it. Yeah, Team Rocket had, had Meowth, whatever. And, and, and that um, Meowth to and learn. Mewtwo. Yes. And Mewtwo spoke English, Through, too. like, a psychic link. It didn't actually. Yeah. Um, and that, that Meowth, to speak English, it basically had to expend all of its energy to learn how to do that. And so it was unable to either evolve or learn new moves, which is why it never became, like, really strong or evolved. It basically spent all the the energy it had to. So I guess maybe this Pikachu is like, oh, I'm going to use all my energy towards learning English and being a detective instead of Thunderbolt. Being a hardbolt detective. He's going to drink, smoke, and fuck. There were some set photos released, and they were wild because there was like a wanted board and had mug shots of like some people. But then there was also like a Mac Champ and a Pan Champ, which is a little, it's a little like panda. And he had just this like angry salty like face and he was like grr and i'm just like this is gonna be so weird when i see this lifelike rendered pokemon next to a person part of me is hoping it's a little bit like roger rabbit and they keep it cartoony and they don't make it look too realistic but i think they're gonna render it realistically i think it's gonna be weird i think it's gonna be really weird i can't wait to get stoned and go see this in theaters (laughs) it's gonna be fantastic it's yeah, it certainly is. Um, I, I'm glad they're doing something different, at least, right? It's like, well, who who knows? What do you guys think about? Um, first of all, I guess I should just ask this: Did either of you watch the Grammys? Does anyone here care about the Grammys? Uh, no, I did not watch them, but I generally don't care for award shows. Yeah. Um, but no, didn't watch the Grammys. I've read a lot of criticisms about the Grammys yeah. and a lot of angry Facebook posts and tweets about the Grammys. Was it about Hillary Clinton at the Grammys? I I watched that video. Yeah. That was pretty great. Um, they had uh, a bunch of celebrities um, reading, a bunch of musicians reading the audiobook for Fire and Fury. And the punchline for it was that Hillary Clinton was reading it. And honest to God... I would listen oh, the yeah. shit out of that. Absolutely. If she read it, oh, the salt. Oh, the salt would be so beautiful. <laughs> uh, sorry, I was actually looking yeah, up I mean, uh, I g- the myth of Fred Rogers being a, a sniper. <laughs> Apparently, it isn't true. So I just want to correct my... Um, and he actually never even served. So I just want to correct my previous stance <laughs> about um, him it's actually sorry, even Rogers. serving the war. It's a, it's, a, it's a thing that's been around for so long. And especially when you hear stuff like that when you're a kid, why would you ever question it? Yeah, there's so many people that believe the guy from Blue's Clues has either killed himself or did drugs or ended up in jail. Yeah. And none of those are true. He joined like an indie rock band, and he's just he like started yeah, no, I... his own. He started his own indie rock band. Yeah, and uh, I actually uh, had his album. It's called Song for Dust Mites. Uh, <laughs> was his first album. <laughs> it's weird. Um, uh, yeah, so I knew that he wasn't addicted right. to drugs or dead, but, um, you know, other people aren't weird like I am and just buy random things from the store. <laughs> or like the, there's like the rumor, I don't know, it's an ongoing conspiracy that Avril Lavigne has been dead for like, you know, 14 years. And oh, that, like, yeah. All we are seeing, all that's exist. what you see now is a body <laughs> double that's been, um, what? that has continued I- to exist as her. I've heard so that we, one. Yeah, because apparently, like, the rumor is that she killed herself back in, like, 2003. And then they just, instead of, like, publishing that or whatever, this coming out with that, one they, of like, the weirdest just, things I've ever heard. No, look it I up. I love it. I love it Look so it up much. along with the Stevie Wonder isn't blind conspiracy. And that is also. Uh, yeah, that's 
definitely not true. I oh, love no, conspiracy you should see theories. the evidence. I Listen, beg to differ. Uh, that's conspiracy definitely Conspiracy theories not where no one gets hurt is so <laughs> I know, good. I know you have stories, Christian, to, to prove otherwise. Yeah. But. Yeah. He, he used to come into the Apple store when I worked there. That's definitely not. He would be there quite often. He would bring in his crew of like eight people every time. So it was always. I'm just saying, look at the blog that compiles the evidence for it. Yeah. Do they? And... Do they also have a section for lizard people and the flat Earth? No, there's some <laughs> plausible evidence that's like, well, he could he could kind of be half blind, you know? He could have some yeah. vision. Just see shadows. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. And just be considered legally blind because that's also a thing. But those yeah. people can still see. Yeah. They just can't like... drive cars. Yeah. yeah. Like Jet I think Stevie doesn't, Wonder doesn't um, melt, uh, was part of Walker a. Canes. That's right. <laughs> uh, but Stephen Moore's part of a uh, PSA for uh, against drunk driving. And it's like, okay, that's like a cool cause, but why driving? Like, <laughs> why is that your cause? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Someone didn't think that one through. Is anyone else here but, a fan of Elon Musk like me? I think it's just you, buddy. Really? Yeah. You guys don't love SpaceX? You don't love space? I don't know nothing about space. You know oh, that. Oh, come on. Who doesn't want to go to Mars? Anyway, Elon Musk is making a flamethrower and selling it. He's making 20000 of them. They're $500. And apparently he can legally sell them because the it seems iffy. And California is going to try and ban him from selling it, it appears. They're going to try and submit some legisl- legislation so they can't do it. They think it's yeah. especially in poor taste because of all the fires that we had here, which I guess I can see. Um Point being, this thing doesn't shoot ten feet, which is sort of what the current legislation is. Is if you have a flamethrower ten that shoots ten feet or farther, you can't actually sell them. But yeah, this seems almost more like it's a dedicated, like like a fancy lighter, like a crazy like gimmick party. It seems thing. like almost like an industrial sized lighter yeah. that they use on like, construction sites for like or like a welding torch. shit. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it looks cool. It looks like a thing out of a video game. It looks like a future weapon. It doesn't look. Like, it does look like the, the, the thing that Ripley straps yes. to her machine gun yes. and aliens. Well, have you looked at, like, the updates on this, like, on the development that um, uh, he's apparently sold 10,000 flamethrowers in 48 hours? <laughs> yeah, so ha- half of the ones he plans to build. A, uh, a post, um, it was literally posted a minute ago from uh, Australian News. It says that uh, he's already made more than $6 million from this flamethrower <laughs> thing. It came out of nowhere. He literally made a video. He goes, he shows up and he is like holding it and he's got it lit and he is like showing it off. And he was like, you want to buy one of these? He's like, they're $500 sort of a thing. We're going to make 20,000 of them. Oh my God. His tweets though are so gold. Like he's got one that's like, obviously a flamethrower is a super terrible idea. Definitely don't buy one. <laughs> the rumor wink, that wink. I'm secretly creating a zombie apocalypse to generate demand for flamethrowers is completely false. <laughs> but wait, there's more. The flamethrower is sentient. It's safe word is cryptocurrency and it comes with a free blockchain. Oh, oh, Elon Musk. Chains. I hope that this is just some really elaborate April Fool's joke that's just starting That's what people, I've, I've heard people say that exact thing. They're like, he's a couple months early for April 1st. I want it to end up being like, just like a really fancy Bic lighter. <laughs> that's what I be. want it to be. Where it literally, you, you pull the trigger and it's just got the tiny little flame <laughs> that you would light a candle with. 
Yeah. That's what I want it to be. I want these people to to buy these things for five hundred dollars. You know why oh, hasn't the God. NRA stepped in to you know defend Musk's right to sell these arms? Uh, because because to... he follows the leftist agenda. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and also the NRA's uh, Russian propaganda arms. Yeah. So. Yeah. You also you know can't. But my point go into is schools that it's... with a flamethrower. I mean, you could. <laughs> Yeah, the, you could probably do some damage with a flamethrower. Yeah, you could, you know, but you could, if, what if you want to use it to hunt? You know? I agree people probably shouldn't have flamethrowers, but at least from no. what they've shown, I don't think uh, this necessarily qualifies. If it does, then, like, people shouldn't have them. But I think it's still funny. I think it's still funny. Why do, pe- why do people need flamethrowers? Right, they like, don't. why? Why they is don't. that a thing? Correct. They don't, and I agree with that. But, um, you know, it's at least funny. I appreciate, like, a billionaire that has a sense of humor. You know, what if you got like a yard full of gophers and you got to clear them out? You know, oh my god, <laughs> got to clear them move. out of those burrows. You then move. you move. <laughs> you just move. I don't know. I'm just trying to uh, take uh, World War II era battle tactics it, and apply you're, them to you're modern day. In a domain with the gophers. Well, they've they've claimed this land. <laughs> what if you got to take that hill of rodents? Did the gophers take over your mortgage though? Like, or do you still have um, to pay? Is the real question. maybe? I don't know. It's it's my land. I could I could do what I want on it. <laughs> Uh, so I had one last thing. I'm not sure if anyone else had anything they want to bring up, but this one, this one is just. I just want to ask the world: just be better, just be better. This is like we just had Logan Paul, who's a terrible disgrace of a person, and now we have another YouTuber who, if you're not familiar, in the UK there have been a and Europe in general a rash of acid attacks, which is where someone will have like acid and they will go in public and just throw it on someone's face, and this guy as a prank youtuber which they're usually the worst kind of people thought it would be funny yes. to do acid pranks so he just had a cup of water and was throwing it on people so then the people were freaking out thinking that they had acid thrown on them and then obviously after a moment or so they'll realize they didn't this is not funny like just let's be yeah. better we don't need this no one this isn't this is the worst kind of practical joke you know yeah and it's kind of how um i was reading about or watching about the kim john nam uh, assassination oh. you know like un's half brother oh the one in like yeah and so that how they did it was they like basically recruited these two women to think that they were on a reality show this is in like south america they, like, right it was in kuala lumpur malaysia oh why did i think this so, was in okay so um at the airport and so then what they, they each gave each of them one half to like a nerve agent that when combined it would activate, so it wouldn't they wouldn't poison themselves, and so they rubbed on their hands, and so they were told, "Oh, go up on the behind this guy and like rub it in his face, like one by one," and then like the guy died within an hour. So that's insane, unbelievable. It's so crazy. It's like like I just I mean ugh, the stupid like doing things for the YouTube likes. I mean it's it's just it it is absolutely absurd and and dangerous like all of these things that are happening you know this like acid prank it's like you're literally doing this for people to watch your videos because it's like oh my god the shock value but you're harming other people by scaring the absolute living daylights out of them you know because acid attacks are apparently a very real thing that are happening in london um it's a very real problem and then you've got, of course, um, my personal favorite thing of 2018, um, the Tide Pod Challenge. Oh, which, I love the Tide um, Pod Challenge, which, which I feel like I need to say, please don't eat Tide yeah, Pods. Don't. But please. it is a funny joke. 
please. It's so funny because it completely wrecks your insides. Yeah. They actually, um, poison control tells you to not vomit because it will actually hurt you coming back up too. Yeah, it's so, like eating like bile, like like the uh, lime. It's like when people would drink that. Yeah, yeah people because, want to kill themselves. Yeah. They will. Because that's not what you're not supposed to be consuming yeah. this stuff. And so, you know, these these kids are are doing this garbage, you know, and I say kids because because the guy throwing the acid was 22 years old. You know, it's like are doing these things just so people can look at them. And it's like, why don't you do something productive with your life instead of um, harming and causing distress to people and then getting a headline that has the word slammed in it. Um, <laughs> slammed. <laughs> There is a good, um, there are good pranks out there that people put on YouTube. Like recently I saw one where a guy would go around and someone was recording him and he would secretly slip a hot dog into people's pockets, like an un- uncooked hot dog. That's and then just- funny. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. You're not mimicking an acid attack yeah. with water. You're putting an uncooked hot dog in someone's uh, pants like that's this is, funny this is i've been waiting funny. for them to find it and like be like how did this hot dog get here that kind of stuff i think is great and i think if you really if you want an example in my opinion of like fun pranks the impractical jokers i still think are the best at it simply because most of the pranks there every other practical joke show or series or youtube channel it's always about the person that's being pranked not knowing and then they do the reveal whereas on this show it's more about the other host challenge each other to do something stupid where they're the ones being embarrassed. So although the people in the world don't realize that it's a prank, the joke's not really on them. It's more on the person to actually have to go through with the stupid thing, which is why there's almost almost never a like, look, you're in a hidden camera show, like part of the show, because that's not actually the funny part. The funny part is them actually making fun of themselves and not taking really advantage of the unsuspecting person. So I think it's it's a lot. It's fair. You know, it's they're not being cruel to people, which I think is where people lose. They lose the thread on on pranking shows. Except for that one episode where they had to throw acid on a guy. Well, yeah, that was, you know, like I said, almost every time it's <laughs> every now and then. I think I want to leave everyone with this. I think this is a, a good natural transitioning point towards the end, which would be if you want something wholesome, one of my favorite things to watch on Facebook, which will always make me like teary eyed, especially if I see it early in the morning, is one of those like adoption paper uh, videos. I don't know if you've ever seen these, but it will be like a kid. It'll be the dad's birthday or something. And the kid's like, here you go. Happy birthday. And then he opens up like an envelope and, you know, it's like either a stepdad or like someone like an uncle or someone that's taking care of this kid and they've got them adoption papers because they want the parent to like that one always gets me. So if you want to like search for those on YouTube, that's nice. Uh, it's wholesome. For me, for me, it's, um, it didn't happen before transitioning, but it suddenly started taking testosterone had the opposite effect. I start crying at any video where a soldier comes home and surprises oh. his family <laughs> I don't know why it had no effect on me before. And now I just start crying yeah. every time. Yeah. Like they, you know, whether they come home and surprise their child, come home and surprise their spouse, come home and their dog That's the or one. their cat That's the is one that really gets excited. me the worst is when there's a pet Ugh. and the pet's just losing their mind. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. Ugh. Those are good. My other, th- my other thing that's that's been getting me crying is I started reading um, The Cubs Way 
which is um, this Tom Verducci book that's about the 2016 Chicago Cubs. I'm a huge Cubs fan. And I started reading it and I'm like reading the first chapter in the courtyard at work and I'm like getting teary eyed and like ready to cry. I'm like, this is going to be a <laughs> long read for me. <laughs> I need to not do this in public. John, what makes you cry? Uh, um, like men that like get emotional after years of not, you know, and you see that. Oh, yeah. It's like, look at this like salty old man breaking down about something. Yeah, about getting a puppy or something. Yeah. I don't know. It's like... That's cute. Yeah. I think yeah. that sometimes has like a little, you know... I, li- I like, uh, yeah, stern characters that break down. Yeah. That, that gets me. Yeah. One of one of my triggers is, is definitely characters like that, but it's also um, as soon as you hear that one quake in their voice yeah. that yeah. like tears yep. are on the, I'm like I'm gone I'm absolutely gone <laughs> it's there's 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 no hope for me for the next like 20 <laughs> minutes but this was this was nice this was a nice way to end things John where can the people follow you now we got to make sure they have those updated socials uh you can follow me at Johnny B good in LA both on Twitter and Instagram um hopefully wishboning will be coming back shortly yeah, we're working on season uh, you know, we're, two. We're just lining lining up the uh, lining up the targets. We're gonna be getting going. And so. Jack, um, you can follow me on the Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Jack Loves TV. Uh, I also have a website, uh, JackLovesTV.com, and I post. I'm I'm trying to be better at at Twitter. Um, and Instagram is mostly just pictures of um me and my cats. Yeah, so it's pretty great. And I am at Tweet Humes or Insta Humes. Maybe I will resolve that brand again. Just make it. I tried to just do at Christian Humes, but there is someone else. So that's why I don't have that. Yeah. So Um, rude. How dare you? And we're at Zeitheist. Look for Jack's new show. Also look for Same Day Shipping later this week. And all our other shows. 100th episode of the Unranked Podcast. Check that out. I'm very excited that that's happened. Uh, and otherwise just take a moment for yourself this week find something on YouTube that makes you feel good and we'll see you next time bye everybody adios